I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast, where we talk about simple ways to make your days feel easier and more productive. We get there through the ultimate life hack of self-awareness plus intentional living. It's an empowering journey, but don't worry. I keep you humble by remembering God is in control. And I'm really excited to share this conversation today um, that I had with a guest, Catherine, and we just had a lovely conversation and it was super practical and helpful. And it's all about tackling decluttering, which is what we're talking about this month, but through the lens of anxiety. And so decluttering your house is already an overwhelming project in and of itself. And if you struggle with anxiety, it's just going to be intensified even more. And so I wanted to present some tools and insights in how to combat that anxiety and just like navigate this whole like journey of wanting to deal with the clutter in your house, but struggling because of the anxiety piece. So how do we work through it all? And so even regardless of your level of anxiety, this conversation is so helpful in just strategies for where to start and practical tips and mindset and all the things. So get ready to, yeah, just soak up all the goodness and let's talk all things decluttering with anxiety. Here we go. All right, everyone, welcome to today's episode where we are continuing this decluttering theme this month, but we're going to look at it um, from a different perspective today. For those of you who struggle maybe a little bit more with anxiety or really any spectrum of dealing with anxiety, working on house projects and decluttering is overwhelming. Like there's no getting around that. It's overwhelming. Um, So we're just going to talk today about how to help work through that when you have anxiety and maybe all of those feelings are intensified. We're just going to kind of go through how we deal with this. And I've brought on some help to um, help us kind of through this lens of anxiety and and get this feedback and wisdom and all the things. So I am going to let her introduce herself. So please tell us your name and a little bit about you. Uh, Thank you so much, Julie. My name is Catherine Gardner. I am a licensed clinical professional counselor. I'm a certified health coach. But before my career is my family. Um, I'm a wife of a police officer. I am a mother where we have two children, um, nine and seven, and they make plenty of messes. So <laughs> we have lots to jump into today um, about how to how I kind of look at our home. And then how I have helped moms um, over the last 20 years of my career in just how do they tackle the things that overwhelm them, the things that they think about, the things that their body tells them um, are things that bring up fears and worries and concerns. So I love this topic. I'm, I'm so excited for it. We've just moved into a new home. And so I'll share today, too, as to a lot of families are on the move right now. That's a very popular trend. Um, packing up your old house, moving into your new home. What are the things that you want to keep forever? And what are the things you really recognize? Wow, I don't actually use that. I don't actually need that. Wow, where did that even come from in the back of that closet? (laughs) Um, And how we can declutter and then just feel more organized. And today will really help moms that are listening 
to really feel that sense of peace in their home, that coming in that door and the way that their children can find things, the way that they can feel like things are accessible to them easily, just brings them more calmness and feeling less rushed. So I'm excited. Here we go. Yes. Yes. To all of that. (laughs) And we're done. (laughs) Just give me all of those things. Yeah. That's, that's what this whole thing is about. Not just the act of like picking something up and putting it somewhere. It's, it's moving towards more peace. Like that's, that's really a bigger part of the goal here. Not just moving stuff around and taking it out, like remembering, Hey, we're here to get more calm and peace in our home and, and feel good. Um, yeah, I could, yeah, go on a tangent already. So (laughs) (laughs) let's, um, yeah, let's kind of start out with just kind of at the beginning, like we decided like we've had enough, there's a mess everywhere. Things are always cluttered and we're stressed and all the things, and we are going to tackle this. And you're like, yes. And then right away you're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? This is so much. (laughs) So especially (laughs) when you have anxiety, can you just kind of give us some insight into from that lens, especially when you, when it's even more overwhelming with anxiety, like how do you, what does that look like? Like, how do you navigate those thoughts of anxiety when you've decided (laughs) that you are going to tackle like decluttering? Sure. Sure. So I, just to step back and take a look at, yeah, how do we know that this even is anxiety, right? Anxiety is something that we can physically feel in our, in our bodies. You know, if I'm going to go up on a stage or a child's going to go up in front of their class and speak, oh, you get those little butterflies and it tells you, oh, I'm nervous. Um, if it's mental anxiety, um, maybe it's something I'm worrying about in my thoughts. I'm worried about how this other family is going to be coming over and visiting my home. <gasps> what are they going to think? Are my in-laws going to pick at me? Is my mother-in-law going to make jokes about how many bunt cake pans I own? You know, where is my worry in comparison to others? Um, maybe my anxiety comes out in my emotions that I want to feel like I'm composed. I want to feel like I'm present and pleasant. Um, but, oh, I'm irritable and tense and we're never on time and I can't find things. You know, classic yeah. example this morning, we're leaving the house and my daughter turns around and looks at me and goes, where's my watch? Oh, oh okay. I, isn't it where it's supposed to be? Where did you put it? Where did you see it last? Where did we, we have to leave. We have to go. The bus is coming. You know, yeah. And the anxiety climbs up for me as a mom that says, now, if I'm late for the bus, then everyone's going to look at me. How are they going to judge me? How are we going to then throw off the entire morning? That anxiety takes off like a wild train ride, um, impacting all of my what ifs for the day ahead. What if we're late? What if I'm late for this podcast? What if I'm (laughs) late for lunch? What if I'm late? All these other things. So recognizing within a mom, right? A lot of your channels about self-awareness. If we could even check in and just say, okay, are some of those things happening for me? Because if I can recognize, wow, hey, that's just my anxiety talking, then I can recognize how it connects me or pushes me away to this place of avoidance of wanting to take care of my home. Mm-hmm. You know, decluttering, it's become a more popular word in the last maybe 10 years. Um, more, there are certain podcasts I listen to and YouTube channels that I watch with tips and tricks to okay, put the kids toys, places and things. And there may be categories in a mom's home where she says, well, I don't have anxiety about decluttering the books, right? She could clearly decide 
pick through the books and say, yes, these we read, these we've already read, these are uh, board books, these are beyond our age group anymore. And it's a clear decision for her. Yep, time to purge these, time to donate them, and I can let go. But maybe she moves into an area of the house where there's more anxiety, like her clothes closet. <gasps> oh, okay. How am I going to declutter the clothes closet? Are these sizes I currently wear? Are these styles? Do these even look good on me anymore? Now with my body in my 40s, is this even what I should be wearing? <laughs> <laughs> the anxiety can take over in, again, what I talked about is that mental anxiety. She starts looping and racing in her thoughts as to, well, I don't know, I don't know if I should get rid of these things. Well, what if I want to wear this for Christmas time? Or what if I could fit back into these pants again? Those so now she, what ifs? <laughs> <laughs> she just freezes up. She just goes, oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. I just walk back out of the closet. Never mind. I won't even do this. So it yeah. does when we are already at a state like if you've already had a frazzled morning, that's just not going to be the good time to sit quietly and declutter your uh, kitchen utensils and, and sit and look through them. Your mind's already flooded with too many emotions and too much adrenaline that's hard to focus and concentrate. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things we're going to talk about is how to kind of come back down from that high level of anxiety so that you can get to a place of decision making. Because Anxious parents, anxious adults don't like surprises. So we don't want to walk in and be like, oh, what? I got rid of that thing that I always thought I had in this closet. Oh no, why did I do that? And now here come my shoulds, right? So it's what ifs and shoulds are, mm -hmm. I think, I, what I find to be the most common thoughts that come into decluttering. Like, but I should have a totally clean kitchen and I should know where everything is in the kids' closets. Um, and the anxiety that comes with, oh no, am I going to be judged or am I even just judging myself, right? It's mm -hmm. not even, nobody, nobody even knows what's at the bottom of my son's closet, but me, but <laughs> if I have a should and I'm upset about it, then I have already positioned myself to want to avoid it, Yeah, to want to just walk away and go, oof, I just can't even handle this. So decluttering is an important part. It, it's, it's ironic because a lot of anxious adults really seek order. They want their space to be clear. They want to know what's on the calendar. They like to plan ahead because they don't like surprises. Mm -hmm. So they want to know exactly where to find that kid's watch when she's looking for it. They want to know exactly where to find um, that measuring cup that you're going to use for this recipe. And when you can't find that, it can leave you frazzled and then beating yourself up, right? Those shoulds. I should have more time to work on my home. I should have um, more organization. I'm so disappointed in myself. So it's it's a vicious cycle and yeah. it's something that we can certainly get back out of and we'll go over that today. Yeah. And so what I'm hearing from you in that and some takeaways here to identify is when you find your thoughts just racing and going through the spiral of all the things and even into the what ifs and shoulds and all that, if you find yourself stuck in your head thought spiral, that's kind of a key kind of flag for yourself to be like, well, this is anxiety zone right now. And to yeah. yeah, identify that. And I think you brought up a really key point of what this looks like. You need to find some ways to get yourself out of that and into a more calm headspace. Cause if you 
are in that anxiety zone and then you have planned to do this decluttering project or whatever, it's only going to be more stressful because you're still hyped up. So I think those are some great takeaways to identify the anxiety and then make sure you check yourself before you (laughs) go into the next thing. Um, so yeah, that is super helpful. And, and part of this, um, thought process and, and gathering our thoughts, um, we had just in our conversation before a little bit about the other component. Um, you brought up some good ideas of where to start and decluttering and what's not so overwhelming to you. Um, and I think that kind of segues into a lot of times it's that all or nothing, like I have to declutter the whole house, like the whole thing needs to look great, or I need to be able to do it all. Or I, I just am not even going to start. So I'd love for you to, yeah, just elaborate on that a little bit of that all or nothing mentality and, and how to work through that, combat that. Absolutely. That is so common for moms. And I think that one of the traps that we get stuck in is that black and white thinking, all or nothing thinking, whatever you want to call it, that yes, that there is an impression that my whole life is organized or none of my life is organized, Mm -hmm. right? If I forgot to put um, today, today there was a a certain, today's library day and my son's running around and he's like, where's my library book, right? And there's this impact on me as a mom that says, see, if I had had everything in its place and things had a home, right? Where the Mm -hmm. school bags go, where the library book was kept, where the gym shoes are kept, then we wouldn't be in this position. We wouldn't be in this frazzled morning moment. But all or nothing says then the criticism of ourselves, the inner critic that jumps in that says, oh my gosh, look at now nothing's organized. Now nothing's in its place. And so that often hopefully lights a little fire under us. It says, all right, I am ready to begin the process of decluttering this house, taking all the things that are in excess, right? And I found that when we were moving, that really going into boxes and saying, okay, what's coming with us and realizing, wait, we don't need this stuff or we haven't used it in seven years. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's okay to go. <laughs> I think it can go. We really are not taking it to the new house and to the new chapter of our lives. So it is, it's all or nothing is such a trap because then it can say, well, then all of the house is neat and organized. Well, if I want to declutter and I'm motivated to declutter, I want to break it down into more manageable pieces Mm -hmm. because the all or nothing it is, it's, it's where then you freeze up. How many hours would it take to declutter every closet, declutter every drawer? No way. I don't have that kind of time. So she shuts down and goes, "Never mind. I'm not doing any of this. Um, or some women will say, all right, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm really been contemplating it. I've been watching videos on, on how to get the right organizer bins. I'm ready. And she starts with the linen closet and she opens it up and she's looking at it and she's like, well, but sometimes I use this sunscreen mm-hmm. yeah. and there was this one time that we use this ointment. And then there was this other time that I use this size towel, but I don't always. And so she just is stuck of well, now look, I can't even do the linen closet. How am I going to do the whole rest of the house? And then that shutdown begins of like, never mind, I'm not even going to do any decluttering. 
And it, it is, it's, it's an inner critic that comes out that can just make us feel like the sense of failure. And what we want to do is pull ourselves from that to recognize that there is a gray zone, recognize that instead of black or white, there is a zone of doing it a little bit at a time and giving ourselves the grace to say that that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. I watch um, Dawn uh, from The Minimal Mom on YouTube and she's a wonderful, she's got four children, she knows all about messes and she talks about the 15 minute rule that she gives herself, instead of saying all day long, I'm going to declutter because then you reach burnout and she thought, you know, it's decision Mm -hmm. fatigue. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know anymore. I don't even know if I use this stuff anymore. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even, um, it's too many hours of of going through things. So in 15 minute segments, then if I say I'm going to tackle that linen closet in 15 minutes and whatever shelves I get through, whatever items are clear and distinct as being extra or excess, and I can clearly say these go in the trash or this gets donated to my sister's kids who have younger kids than myself. And those are things that her kids would use and my children no longer use. If I can identify those things quickly in those 15 minutes, then great. That's a feeling of success. I can walk away and say, Whew, look at me. I did it for a little bit. And then I was able to move on to the other parts of my day. So that's how I want to move out of my all or nothing thinking and really recognize how I could do things in moderation. Yeah. And I really want to highlight there kind of those two perspectives for you guys when you're looking at decluttering to, I like a categorical approach to a lot of things. I just think it's very helpful to kind of wrap our brains around things, but like picking the linen closet or picking this drawer might not work for you. You're your um, avenue for success may be this 15 minute thing. So that's a great thing to highlight. How do I want to approach this decluttering? Do I want to choose an area or do I want to choose a time limit? And um, you still need some focus in that, in that time limit, but that's a great, um, a great thing. I just wanted to highlight there as something to think about as we're approaching these projects, like what's a good way for you knowing your own, personality and the way you work, what's going to feel better to you. Um, so along that lines, are there any other, um, like practical ways to approach decluttering when you're in that headspace? I know you mentioned, um, already like picking something like the books that something that, you know, you can easily decide on, um, without it being like emotional and spiraling. Um, so that's a great, a great tip to when you're trying to figure out where to start. Um, but yeah, do you have any other practical, just kind of things for tackling decluttering? Yes. And, and, and let's separate them into two pieces. I think the first is talking positively to ourselves about what we're doing for our home. And then the second thing is actually, how do we put that into action um, for our decluttering project? The first thing is that you're really just being kind to yourself and really complimenting yourself that you're taking this above and beyond step. This is a great thing that you are trying to accomplish. And that by decluttering and then eventually organizing, you are freeing up the space, right? You're taking some of the anxiety away that instead of feeling like, oh no, Um, We have this overstuffed closet of coats. Um, What are all these coats? Do these even fit? Are these overthink? 
And then it's, it's time to rush out the door in the morning or you're planning something for um, one of the kids' birthdays and you're digging through your kitchen cabinets and you can't find that certain cake pan that you use because everything's too cluttered. Everything was too, um, there was too much excess. This project is going to be such a positive step for you to move towards feeling like your home has ease and you can find the things that you need. And it cuts down on the time of even cleaning up, right? One of the things mm -hmm. Cass uh, from The Clutterbug, she's another uh, program that I watch a lot on YouTube. She talks about how much time do you think you spend straightening up? It's wasted. Yeah. It's wasted time. And I know when I'm at the end of my day and I'm ready to just crash and then I look around the house and I'm like, nope, I better straighten <laughs> this all up. Um, it, it is. It's, it's, it's a time zapper. So decluttering, removing the items from the home. I feel so positive when I'm teaching the kids about donating, right? We put those items out on the porch. Um, one of our local donation companies that I sign up through um, their website, they come with their truck, they pick it up and we explain to the kids how we are helping others. And this is what God calls us to is giving back and helping others. Yeah. So first and foremost is just that positivity talk to yourself that you're doing a good thing. This is going to have a really positive outcome in the space of your home. The second thing is, okay, well then what are the action statements to really get going with this? <laughs> because, because of the anxiety and how it creeps in, if you've been frantic and you're like, but today was my day to declutter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I always sit myself down first with a list. One of the things research has showed us is that when we try to just keep it as mental storage, oh, it's too heavy. It's too much. It gets too many interruptions. Our thoughts are jumping from here to there to there. Oh, but then I see this on the floor and then I see this in the laundry room and then I see mm -hmm. this over here. Okay, now I'm interrupted. My list making allows my brain to, sometimes I draw it out in circles. So I'm a visual person. I like to draw it out in circles. Um, some moms will draw it out in categorical lists. Um, this is the family room. What in the end story would I like to have straightened up about my family room? What would I like to have straightened up about my kitchen? What would I like to have in my bubble uh, for the kids' bathroom? That I understand at some point I will tackle those things. They are not all for today. Yes. They are not all for right now. Um, and then I also, I'll play calming music that either I need pump up music <laughs> um, or I need music that is calming and soothing in the background so that I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm relaxing myself. I'm having some fun with this project. I'm deciding, do I need to go and purchase some more bins and organizers? And like right now, uh, my project is papers. Oh my gosh, where do all these papers come from? <laughs> Every time in their school bag, they, they have papers. <laughs> they do. The mail comes in. Like I said, we've just moved to Tampa, Florida. Our, our new, new home papers. Uh, welcome mm -hmm. to the neighborhood. Have you signed up for this in the neighborhood? Um, all of those papers are just lining up everywhere. So my project right now is to buy, buy um, pretty file folders, something that I'm going to look forward to organizing and setting it up and making the area and my, um, you know, what they call it control center, your little control center, nice and neat. And I feel like I can find the things that I need. I'm not 
feeling my anxiety of, oh my gosh, tomorrow's picture day. I didn't know it was picture day. I didn't have it written down in my organized spot. So um, it is about finding the tools that will help moms to also feel like they're enjoying what they're doing in this project. Yeah, those are great. And I want to continue on the one line of thinking in these pretty bins and making it feel good. That can be such a big difference. And I want to highlight the difference in decluttering and organizing. Cause I feel like sometimes we start this, we look around and we're like, ah, it's such a mess. I just need to buy all the like clear bins I'm supposed to buy and the baskets and all the things and just organize it all. And then it'll be fine. And like, skip the hard part of decluttering. <laughs> so yeah, I wanted to give you a chance to kind of speak to that, um, the order of decluttering and organizing and how just, just buying all the pretty things. Cause that's fun. Isn't necessarily <laughs> going to solve your decluttered house problem. <laughs> that's so true. All right. So my, my honest to true, true story is that I, I started with the kitchen and I thought, how can I organize my kitchen, right? I want to be able to find things. I want to be able to look for them. No way. The cabinets were so overstuffed. It was embarrassing when I laid out how many (laughs) spatulas I had on the kitchen counter. And now maybe this one was from my mom and then she handed it down to me. And then there was a spatula that probably I, I was at someone's party. I ended up putting it into my bag accidentally. So now I've got it and I, I've, I'm adopted it. I've got spatulas that I saw at Bed Bath & Beyond. I was like, oh, this is such a cute spatula. Look at the shape of it. This will really help with baking cakes. No, no. <laughs> now I have excess amount of spatulas. So I, there was no way to organize that utensils drawer without decluttering it, without really removing, and Dawn from the Middle of Mom calls it inventory, without really removing all the excess, the extra what I don't use on a regular basis, what's not special and important to me in each cabinet, in each drawer, in each closet, in each space of our home, that really recognizing that these are things that I haven't touched in a long time. I don't need a variety of spatulas to bake. Um, And that then helped me to step back and realize the more that I can purge and remove them from the home altogether, that's less dishes I had to do. Mm, And that, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. That was, those were less clothes that I had to clean. Mm -hmm. Those were less uh, surfaces that I needed to dust and uh, remove things because now we had pared down to what was really important to us, what we really did use on a regular basis. Now, do we have extra things? Do we still have things that like my kids are like, oh, but I love that. We can't get rid of that. Okay, of course we right. do. Of course we do. But it's a journey. It's, a, yes. it's an ongoing journey. But because of that step of decluttering first, I am now able to look at a space like underneath our television. What are the games that the kids play? What are the board games? What are the video games? What are the movies that we really do watch and that we really love and cherish? we can go to them quickly and easily. And I can now organize them with some of these great um, bins and fabric bins and pull out bins that it looks nice and neat to the guest walking through my family room, Mm -hmm. but it is put in a place where then they also, the kids become more independent. Mm -hmm. They are more uh, capable. 
mom, I can find my clothes. She knows where her uh, doll bins, I mean, her doll clothes. Oh, goodness. What? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> there are so many sh- little tiny shoes and pieces. Yeah. Uh, and that's adorable. And I love her sense of imagination, but they get everywhere. <laughs> so to even teach her uh, straightening up, teaching yeah. her organization means we had to declutter first. And then we could move to the step of organizing and that each of her bins have, I, I printed out a little label with a picture on it. it says, this is the clothing for your Barbies. Mm-hmm. This is the accessories for your Barbies. And then that way she is able, when it, it, it's clean up your room time, she's able to go, okay, I know where the, the home is for each of these things. But it, it's the steps of going through um, it in order that then you're really going to feel that sense of success with it. Yeah, for sure. So even though it feels hard, it's going to make the organizing easier and long-term success in keeping your home decluttered. So don't skip, (laughs) don't (laughs) skip to the, what we think is the fun part. Um, So yeah, as we kind of wrap up here, I wanted to talk about this common theme that has been throughout of reminding ourselves of the goal, how we started talking in the beginning, like the goal is to have a more peaceful home that things just flow easier. It's more calm. And in your favorite word, um, tranquil, um, and tranquility. So I, I just wanted you to share a little bit, um, about, yeah, about tranquility and just kind of summarize that goal. And I know you, um, have a book about it and things coming up. So just, yeah, tell us all the things for tranquility. Absolutely. It is. It was really through the last few years that we've all been so stressed that it was trying to find, well, what is the goal? What is it that I'm aiming for in my life, in our life as a family, in my life as a business owner? And my husband and I sat down one night and we were talking about it. And and he said, he goes, like, you want to find tranquility. And I said, that's it. That's really what I want. And I've broken that down to be joy and peace and love. And those are all biblical aspects. Those are all parts of what it's important to me as a Christian and Catholic mom, that our home has um, a lot of joy in it. And that when we're not, you know, um, upset with each other, oh, go clean that up. Oh, why did you, where did you put that? Where is that? And in the clutter around us. I say that the clutter around us does tend to make clutter in our minds. I mean, who can sit and truly rest when Mm -hmm. there's too much excess stuff and there's, there's piles and messes around us. So in order for us to have that fun time and that joy, and we're just loving living in the sunshine down here in Florida and we can get out more, the chores are done and complete and we can get out the door and enjoy that together. Peace that is just about calmness. And that is about my tone as a mom. That is about my body language as a mom. That's how I respond to things. That's how I'm constantly praying, praying, praying to the Holy Spirit to help me with more patience. Boy, I I, I wish um, every day to be able to have that and to be able to share that because I do feel that that's loving and that's what Christ gave to gives to us. And that as we then can share more love with each other, um, it's because we're loving where we're at. We're loving the place and the space 
um, that we call home and that they want to invite their friends over and we want to have guests in our home and we want to have our family come visit because we are all feeling so confident in the home that we have all created together. So I do, I am on um, the search every day to reduce my anxiety, to recognize the things that worry me or bring me up into a full blown panic, the things that are racing in my thoughts and how my body gets tense and worked up. So my tranquility search is what I'm writing a book about is it's about sharing with families how I really feel like every time that we travel, we have a day trip, a getaway, it's a great chance to use that as a reset. It's an opportunity that we are given to get closer to each other within our family, to recharge as a family and just find that place of rest. And that's what tranquility is all about, right? It's a state of no distress. And with that, we can then fully feel joy, peace, and love. So I'm writing the book right now, and that's um, to come out by the end of 2022, I write on the blog each week uh, for tranquillitymoms.com. And then I post as often as I can on Instagram and Facebook, just encouragement to moms. We are in motherhood together. Hmm. We are going through these battles and this stress with one another. And I think that the more that we can come together, that is where we are sharing with each other and validating for each other that how we can do this all together. Yes. I love that. So beautifully said. Well, thank you so much for your time today. This has been such a valuable conversation with so many great takeaways. So I just pray this blessed you guys and just to really give you that little bit of grace and just that awareness of anxiety and just how to work through it and get that tranquil home that we're looking for. So thank you again, Catherine. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you found anything helpful or challenging or inspiring, you got some new ideas, take a minute and share it with a friend, like help your friends have easier, less stressful lives. And so send them a text or share it on social and tag me. So I know what's helping you. If you haven't left a review yet, There is no like button for podcasts. Reviews mean everything. So take a minute and leave me a quick review and I would so appreciate it. All right, now let's go check some boxes.